Hey folks, this is Fortune Edwards of the Beyond Hub, and I welcome you to this week's episode of The Imprint. It's always a wonderful thing to share value-driven information with you, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Weeks ago, we started a new series titled The Trading Series, and we kicked off with an introduction to the three major markets. The following week, we had about nine traders share their journey in trading, myself included, and it was awesome. Then we went a step further in this trading series, and we talked about common mistakes forex traders make. We went out to talk about the big players, the traders' mindsets, and then last week, myself and divine crypto we had a conversation live on twitter spaces on risk management in crypto and you know we learned a whole lot of things how risk management helps to make your trading better gives you an edge in the market using risk reward ratios and all of that coincidentally the past three days i've been on a workshop a risk management workshop el matadero organized by the billion hub and apps you know there to you know talk to these guys over 100 people were in attendance and then we talked about risk management and crypto and all of that and it was really really awesome crypto forex and everything was awesome so the past few weeks here past weeks have been really really unpleasant for traders particularly for traders in the crypto space i mean the market has actually tumbled like literally tumbled so many people so many traders are in a sorry state and there seems to be like no end to this free-falling trajectory of cryptos and both large and small traders have been heavily affected. Traders, investors, holders, NFT guys have all been affected by this crazy crypto dip. Many have lost their money to this dip, liquidated positions, losing trades, emptied wallets and the likes. But one question that keeps popping up in the heads of many, what next? What next? Now that I've lost Zozo amount, what next? Where do I go from here? We'll see no more. On this week's episode of The Imprint, our guest speaker is someone who has gotten liquidated a number of times and she'll be joining us on tonight's episode. Who is our guest speaker? Well, our guest speaker is an experienced technical analyst and a well-seasoned financial market trader and tutor. I mean, she has mentored so many successful financial market traders. She's the founder of the Palm Academy, TPA, which is a financial edutech that positions people in the market through continuous financial education and mentorship. Yeah, she has been in this crypto space, the blockchain space for a very long time, even before myself. Yeah, I mean, I met her in this crypto space long before I joined because I started with Forex training myself before, you know, I put my head into crypto and then back and forth. Yeah, it's been actually a wonderful journey. She has been in this space for a long time i mean if there's anybody to talk on liquidation i believe she's the best person to do that because i know the number of times she has gotten liquidated i remember the most recent one that happened i think was in december also where some issues and all of that and then one of our wallet or a running position happened and then just something happened and then she got liquidated you know so our guest speaker for tonight is investor nk emedion encounter in different i hope i got that pronunciation right here so nk investor nk is actually a seasoned financial market analyst tutor and trader so yeah on this week's episode we'll be having investor nk speak to us on handling liquidations a whole of people have gotten liquidated especially within the past week so many people accounts have been lost wallets have been empty some people are counting inside this liquidation so if they don't see how to some people wallet all right so a whole lot been going on which is why we have nk to talk to us so while the conversation is ongoing here just so you know you can ask a question all you have to do is tweet with the hashtag ask the imprint then add your question definitely we'll go through all those hashtags and we'll read the whole tweet and then we'll answer the question meanwhile even after the section we'll open the floor for people that's what makes the imprint different yeah it's an interactive podcast so we we'll have people come up ask questions interact with the speakers and myself thank you very much nk you can go ahead and unmute yourself so 
how are you feeling today? How's trading between the markets and all? Good evening, Fortune. How are you doing? Very well. How's it going? I'm all with the push now. I don't leave people for me. I just make my forex. We go rough farm. Nothing come out. Nothing is on the game. Now rough. No ma. No ma. Then here it won't be. No ma. So liquidation, yeah. What can you basically tell us about liquidation? Honestly, I would love to hear your experience. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. So I see, I see a lot of people. I see Shady. I see Dimet. I see MLG, Kesta, Zaido, Really One. Jason, Aziz, Ray Dre, Tony, good evening, every single one of you. So, my name is Investor Enki. Like Fortune said, uh, my name is Inede Onkata. I'm an Aquabomite. I've been in crypto and um, forex space since 2019, actively trading, but I've had the knowledge of crypto since 2018. The topic today is quite funny because I've been liquidated no once, not twice, not three times. I think my first liquidation was in the VIX market because I went about Forex first before I went about crypto when it comes to trading, okay? I started trading crypto first but I learned Forex trading first. So when it came to trading from learning Forex, I started trading crypto Yeah, I started trading volatility in this is. But what I was doing in crypto market with Binance then was just buy it from home, 20% sell off. And it was with 10,000 naira. My startup capital was 10,000 naira. So there was no visible gain. 20% of 10,000 naira is equal to 2,000. But when you convert it to dollar, it will not really make sense. So because of that, I just like, just do. I just do. So I was introduced to this by a friend, these banks, and then one day effects. Then I was just learning. So I'll go and also my job in school. But then I didn't do my first year in university. I did a level. So I'll just sell materials in school, sell books, prints, photocopy, do everything. And then when I make money, I'll use it to fund my broker. There is, I'll blow it. I was just always blowing account in 2020. Then around 2019, late 2019 to early 2020. Then in March, I told myself enough is enough of this shit. I think I now met Fortune in Frankie FX first. Started learning, he was learning. At some point, me and Fortune now fought because of graphic design. A few people did not know Fortune was a graphic designer. They now fought. They now stopped talking to each other. I was actually going to share that story at the end, but okay. Stupid, stupid reason why, very stupid reason why. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, doing big and great that is not fighting over 5,000 euros. So March, I told myself, what was I doing? Just let. So I started learning. We had two transparent FX, Astro FX, Phantom FX, WWC, Recoff, BTMM. Ah, you can jack everything. You know, at that point, I didn't even know about it. My guys were trading ICT already. You know, that block, give me this, give me that. Now, there is a friend of mine that once would say that your idea to make your first one million is not in your head, it's in the head of someone else. At the point, it didn't make sense to me until much later when I thought about it. In June 2020, I was 17 then. We entered a trade with 40,000 there, and my friends came out with 500k plus. Me, ha, I took risks, crazy risks. I came out with. One million three, one million four, one million five. Three thousand dollars then calculated to Naira now. I took. I made that money and what I did was I just started trading. Now what I made that one I bought it then and then I started buying courses. I learned from Crypto Loo, I learned from a bookie effects, I changed my wardrobe basically and then I just started trading like that. Then I started buying tokens, that's it. I bought TWT, I bought Dogecoin, I bought... Ah, I was in TWT Maxi. The fortunes I see, remember, like, every time on my status, 
EOS and they shout them, buy you, buy you, buy you, you know. People that believe Shabot, people that do not believe consign them. But I know TWT turned my 14,000 naira to about 1 million in 2021. I remember now that time when you couldn't even buy TWT sometimes at that one point. So like collective from a vendor. Yeah, or you just I think Cisco was the guy actually giving out Cisco, TWT Cisco, yeah. I remember Cisco. And then there was this time Binance now did an airdrop of 100 TWT to some people. The money dashed me, so I didn't sell it. I think wow. then it was almost worthless. But in 2020, that TWT that Pimoney money dashed me was about hundreds of dollars. So yeah. moving on, we just made money. Then 2020, that was when hell broke loose for me. The ending of 2020, I was just turned 18 and I started trading for people and stuff like that. Then early 2020, I went to dig. There is this white picture I like using as my DP. If I find that picture, I will be pin it to you guys so that you guys will also read about it. It's crazy because people ask me, why don't you change that picture? Why don't you want to you know, change the picture? And the gospel truth is, I might never change that picture. Back. I might grow old and I'll still use that picture because that picture, I took it at my lowest. I took it at the point when my life was threatened. Now, what happened? The day I went to take that picture, I came home. My mom started a business and um, now I'm going to share a very personal part of me that I've not shared before or I've shared before but in good words. So I started a business, I used to distribute drinks. Fortune self I must remember because I used to post it on my status. I to distribute Pepsi, Fanta, all those things. I just distribute it for companies. So one of the days I went from my town to another town. Let's say I went from mainland to island in Lagos. Another example. Let's say I went from Ikotekwene to Rio for those who are in Akwaibo to do a photo shoot. So when I came back, my mom had called her, why are you not in the office? She said, I went to take pictures. I didn't like to ask her. But when I came back, she was pissed. I don't do anything in the house. All I do is my system, yada, yada, yada. And my dad came back and then she reported to my dad. And uh, my dad got pissed at it. He beat me up and then seized my phone. Now, if he seized my phone, it would have just been very easy and simple for me. But here's the thing. Here is the thing. That period when SRP was dumping, I wanted to jump on the trend. So while my dad and I were scribbling for the phone, we pressed lock on XRP. And you know that the default listing for Binance is 20x with cross margin. That was when they did not reduce it to 20x as maximum. Then it was, I think, 125x as maximum. So he shot his long XRP. And 24 hours later, after he returned from the investors' phones, Gone. And plus the body pain of the beating and the emotional stress of having to lose that amount of money. I almost died. Now what did I do? 2020 coronavirus, 2021 school has started. So I simply told my parents I was going back to school. I went back to school and I never returned. Now when I say I never returned, it means it doesn't mean I've never visited home. I'm in very good terms with my parents, but in a long distance relationship with us. I've not stayed in my house for more than two weeks. Since I left home in January 2020. The only time I've stayed in my house more than two weeks was in December, in which I'm still coming into that. So when investors phone got me saying, what did I do? I called my mentor. My mentor is free money. And I always tell people this that I don't believe there will be an investor in kid that you know today. Yes, I'm pushing, yes, I'm courageous, yes, I'm disciplined, yes, I'm this, yes, I'm that. But P Money started my journey to self-discovery and to building a brand. I remember when P Money had to buy me an Instagram account. I remember when P Money was angry with me just because I was anonymous at first. I always posted videos without my face. I never posted my picture. P Money was the person that made me stop all of that. P Money basically took me out of my house. So I called him and paid my house rent in Copper Cuts. Set up my house. Close to a millionaire 
this thing I'm telling you. And then he started calling up people I was calling. We drafted out the plan and then I paid them off. Now, move down to June 2021. I started me. Bull So all the tokens I was shouting, buy, 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 Ethereum, LTC, Dogecoin, TWT, you know, all those tokens. They were just doing wonders. I mean, Dogecoin turned my 10,000. I'm not even going to share that whole story, but TWT of 14,000 hours, 1,000,000 plus. TWT of, I got in airdrop was over 200. Everything was going from cars, basically. I made so much money. I got myself a house. I got myself landed properties. I got myself, I basically set myself up, built my company. And in building my company, I can tell you that before when I started to when I launched my company and my company started making money, my personal funds of over 10 to 15 million were in it. More than so, oh my boy, I don't want to start thinking. Then in September 2020, one help your I got hurt. <laughs> I got hurt and it was crazy because getting hurt that period. I'm just building my company. I'm trying to survive. I'm trying to breathe. And this happens. And then in October, my health deteriorated because I was working so much in January to that period and I was not taking care of myself. I was drinking a minimum of three monsters every day. It was crazy. So my health deteriorated and it was the hack. I was not mentally stable. I was down. Psycho. Everything was just fucked up. I fell into depression. Started drinking. Like every day, I must finish one bottle of magic moments. Now, this to tell you, at this moment, I was tongue speaking demon chasing holy ghost field so i want to first tell you that even if you're a christian here under the sound of my voice anointing does not mean temptation will not come i think that's one of the first lessons i wanted to teach. i was still receiving prophetic instructions i mean that was the period i even said that this year is the year of traders but people didn't know that while i was giving those prophetic instructions while i was giving those prophetic words i personally was dying i personally was fine managed launched my company built myself up into the gym and then while i hit the gym shit happened again i got medically suspended from gym and then in december my health broke down when my health broke down i was having hepatitis i had liver swelling i have malaria plus plus i had typhoid plus plus ah jesus christ it was crazy i went home i stayed with my parents now when i got hurt of about 20k dollars i paid off 15k i paid off 2k i'm currently still in the paying off of that hack. i have about four thousand six hundred dollars going to pay i wish i'm still paying but all of them have paid through trading then moved to january 2022 i funded my account with one thousand dollars that was all the money i had home and brought. remember i got hacked in september i launched my company in october my personal funds in december my health deteriorated i had to treat myself so all money i had home and abroad was one thousand dollars i funded my account in january 2022 and i wanted to start trading one of the days i entered a trade i said stop loss i said take profit i was watching my chat when this trade he stopped loss so my own hope is okay i've lost ten dollars because i risk one percent of my portfolio every time to trade that was my hope i have lost ten dollars i'll move on i'll make more money next time. 24 hours later Binance sent me liquidation mail how jesus christ now this is the crazy thing they sent me liquidation mail before they sent me margin call mail. and you know if they send you margin call mail first you'll be able to go and salvage at least 20 percent 80 percent of the portfolio in my scenario in my case it was not like that they sent me liquidation mail first before margin call I came to Twitter to tweet about it. People did not know that. At that point, I was dead. Like, literally, my life was fucked up. So, Twitter people, everyone was badging me. Ah, a whole TA guru, risk management, raise your risk management. This one, yada, yada, yada. Kine, 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 bede, bede, bede. Ah, I went offline for like two weeks. One of my mentors said, a woman had to call me to come back online. 
So firstly, why did I bore you guys with this whole story? I'm trying to make you understand that I'm not coming here to teach you out of something I read. I'm coming here to teach you out of my life. I've faced the conditions. I've faced down times. So when that happened, I had to pick myself up. It was crazy for me. So what did I do? Number one, you have to realize that there are certain things you cannot solve. No matter how hard you try. If you liquidate, that money has gone. There is nothing you can do that will bring back the money. First thing, don't live in denial. Handling liquidation now. Don't live in denial. Come to terms with the fact that shit has happened because shit has happened. And come to the terms that shit will continue to happen because shit will continue to happen. And liquidity in January does not mean that the last time I'll ever liquidate in my life. I mean, I'm growing to a point that I'll be trading $1 million, I'll be trading $10 million. I'm expecting to lose even as much. They say you cannot become a millionaire if you don't lose millions. So have that in the back of your mind. Shit has happened, shit has happened. There is nothing you can do. Focus your energy more to what you can control. That is how you react to the situation. I'm not trying to change what cannot be changed. That's number one. Number two, when you've liquidated, Baba, you need space to breathe. Go and rest. You said don't try. You said don't pursue. You said don't put in effort. Go and rest. Go and rest. After I liquidated, I took off two weeks. In fact, to be very sincere with you, the first time I placed a trade after January was in March. I'm telling you before God and man, I liquidated. Now, when I liquidated, I took a two weeks break off social media. I came back, joined 500 hours with the chat goddess. I was doing different things, you know, analyzing charts, giving people signal to make money. But me, Investor NK, the first time I placed a trade was in March. Give yourself room to breathe after liquidation. Accept what has happened. Move on. Now, moving on is the hardest part of it all. But you have to do it. If not for anything, because of you. For your sake, you have to move on. And by moving on now, accept that you don't shop, you don't shop. Nothing where you feel to have that. Feel what I'm saying. So go take a break. Rest. Relax, man. Fudge. If you drink, buy you a bottle of good wine and drink. If you love to swim, go swimming. If you love to eat, eat good food. If you love to sleep, you sleep. As simple as that. Lazy about scroll social media. Heal, basically. Because this liquidation now might not affect you immediately. And to be sincere, when I liquidated, apart from that first one hour numbness, after one hour numbness, I didn't feel it. It was like three days later. That it hit me that, hello, NK, you are broken. The only thing that saved me was, oh, I had real estate investments. I had a house. I was renting out. Even the house, I was in the process of renovating it. So you know money is going to be needed for the renovation. And apart from that, I'm in a debt of about three million plus that I have to pay off. But there is nothing I can do about it. You get what I'm saying? Then after you've rested, you plan. Failure to plan is planning to fail. So you plan plan what are you going to do next what's the next move what's the next day what's the next action i decided that okay since i'm liquidated i'm not going to trade in the i'll go and study my chart i'll study i'll develop my trading skill i'll discover why i liquidated i discovered why i liquidated and it was because binance moves up your liquidation points when you have a sniper entry so now i don't enter trades on futures with sniper entry i'll just make sure i have one or two percent of drawdown so I discover all of those. Ask yourself what happened. Be truthful with yourself. Tell yourself the honest truth. Why did I leave it? Why did I lose this money? And then you make a plan. Okay, this is what I'll do so that I'll not leave it again. This is what I'll do in case I leave it. And when you want to start trading, don't start immediately. 
have discussions with traders. When I liberated, I had to travel to Lagos. I met my friends, I met Zeus, I met Donald, I met Vanessa, I met Bilonian's son, I met OJ, I met Puden, Sammy. I just went around my friends because at that point I needed people like I needed family, man. I needed people who understood, who knew my pain, who knew what I was going through. So when you liquidate, don't go and lock yourself in your room. That's not the best thing to do. You're going to break. I don't know. You're going to crash and burn. Talk to someone. Open up. The worst that can happen is they will laugh at you. But just make sure you say it. Free your mind. And if you're at that point of liquidation, I'm going to tell you this. Be careful of the movies you watch. Be careful of the music you listen to. Be careful of the books you read. Because at that point, you're looking for motivation and inspiration to come up. You're not looking for things to put you back. I don't see why you're depressed and you're listening to Jews War. Are you mad? Do you want to die? You should be listening to good music. Music that will uplift your soul. Hit the gym if need be. I had to hit the gym. Even though I was medically suspended, my suspension will be lifted in June. I still hit the gym because I needed to be stable. I needed to think. I needed to know what the fuck just happened. And you can't do all of that without being seen. Understand that. Maybe only you chop breakfast for this man. Other people think. You are not alone, baby. I don't know if you feel what I'm saying. So give yourself a break. Give yourself a golden break. Don't go and kill yourself. Liquidation, everybody go go while I'm get breakfast. Everybody go chop up. Everybody, all of us go collect. Either you collect today or you collect tomorrow. For one day, one day, you just collect. You get what I'm saying? So that's basically how I came out of it. I'm not fully out. I'm not going to lie to you. But I'm striving every day. Don't want to revenge trade, you will lose no money. Follow risk management proper. Have a trading plan. Oh, I have this amount. I want to move it to this amount. This is how I'm going to go about this. I want to do it in two weeks. I want to do it in three weeks. And set reasonable goals. Set feasible goals. Set logical goals. Don't go and say, I want to make one million from 10,000 naira in two days. Where you know what I carry God. So that's basically how I've been able to undo it. Stay around good energy. Sapping good. Sipping. Whatever. Taking good energy. Don't take energy that will come and crash you. Don't take energy that will come and finish you. Be good. Do good. Stay around good people. It's good for to go out to and before you go back to trading plan, evaluate before you execute. And sharpen your trading skill at every instance you can get. Become a better trader. Become a better analyst. Become a better investor, no matter what. And have it at the back of your mind that this is a game of probability. Anything can happen. Your papa will be dead. You're doing the best you can. When I say you're doing the best you can, I'm talking to people that has left TA and that still lose it. I'm not talking to you that is doing to go to Mbola's Calabar. You So please, I know read them from book. Everything I just share with you. Now, everything I don't apply for myself. And it is okay to cry. It is okay to wail. Sometimes I'll enter my toilet, play loud music in my room. Put my head inside my job and I will shout because I'm trying to let go of stress. I'm trying to ease my nervous system, my anxiety. Shout, cry. It's okay to cry. Big girls also cry. Big boys also cry. So it's okay to cry. It's okay to say I know do again. Quit sometimes. Sometimes you need to quit to go and rejuvenate, to go and recalibrate. Quit sometimes. That's the gospel truth. Everything I've said to you now, I didn't have you written down. So I might not even remember everything I've said to you. I might not even remember the sequence in which I have said. But I want to believe that if we do all of this, and the first rule to liquidation is don't liquidate somebody's money. I survived it does not mean you can survive it. Don't go and liquidate somebody's money. Liquidate your own money so that if you liquidate your own, it will be easy to give that when you liquidate somebody's own. So please, don't trade with people's funds. And 
when you're trading, no matter how much of a degen or an aggressive trader you are, have at the back of your mind risk management. And have at the back of your mind when you will stop. Know when to stop. Know when to not do a game because it is actually needed. So that's basically all I have to say. In the sense that there's any question, I would love to answer that before I run. Thank you very much, NK. I mean, NK has said a whole lot. Trust me, yeah. I just want to hammer on a few more things she said. Yeah, she mentioned not trading other people's money. Honestly, that is like the first step to avoid liquidation because the moment you start trading people's money, borrowed money, or you know, people give money straight for them, trust me, you are already in a state of confusion already because you are scared to lose that money. You know that if you lose that money, there's no way to get it from. So, why would you even want to put yourself in that position, first of all? Because you can never handle your own money yet. You're not thinking of collecting money from other people. Come on, please do not put yourself in that position. Secondly, she mentioned um, when you have liquidated, please free yourself up, do stuff, you know, let out the emotions because if you try to bottle up that emotions, um, <laughs> on the long run, you just end up doing yourself. I remember when I blew my first Forex account. First of all, when I started trading, it was never my money I funded my account, it was my dad that gave me money to fund my account. So my own story is not like zero to hero story or, you know, some kind of grass to grey story where I say I kind of hugged the author first and no, 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 no. It was my dad that gave me the money I first funded my account with and I blew the money. <laughs> <laughs> just a few days, $100 actually, and I blew the money. When I blew this money, to be honest, maybe we don't know the story. When I blew this money, I think I blew it around 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. in the night. Before I blew the money totally, I already over leveraged on my account. Now I know those mistakes, right? At that time, I thought I was doing the right thing. So I had over leveraged on that account, big lot size on $100. I can think I was using a community lot size of 0.50. Those of you who understand that that's like $5 per peep. I opened five positions, 0 0.1, 0 0.15 positions. Then before the account blew, I think when the account was, it was already on $20, like more. Um, needed to see me, I was kabashing, like I was literally praying, like, ah, God, um, <laughs> With this account not blue, I was praying, like, as if prayer will actually change something I've already done. Like, I already made the movie. There are some actions that you just need to suffer the reaction because you made mistakes or maybe you're ignorant. So, when the account was on like $20, I was praying in my room, like, to him, holding me, I was praying. Like, she was praying, praying for Holy Spirit, you know, come and do your win, that kind of thing. I was literally crying inside of me. And then around 3 a.m., my dad now walked into my room was like, ah, for chance, I was about like, ah, everything's good. I just had to pretend and that kind of thing. But um, deep down, I knew that this account was gone. And I didn't even have to tell him that um, this account go go. And funny enough, even after I lost that money, he gave me another $100 to fund. Yeah, I was surprised myself. But let me not go into all of that. But the bottom line is when you are in the state of liquidations, yeah, let out your emotions. Trust me. That's a very, very great way to help you let out these emotions. Because if you try to bottle up, um, you just do yourself. You just do yourself. You to take a break, take a break from the market, take a break from the market before you even think of studying again. Take a break. That was what I used to do when once I blew account, I just to do everything trading first. You know, funny enough, um, when I blew my account, when I blew my account, I think my mom was the first person to like notice her, like because she said, What you are not acting normally because I started zoning out of everybody. I was just on my own every time I was on my laptop, you know. I act as if I'm so serious playing this stuff. I was just mourning my blown account. I was like, half a fortune came to Twitter, blown the account. I was like, Yes, 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 I've blown the account. She was like, ah, oh, you just blow dollar like that. And that was it, yeah. So once you liquidate your first thing to do, just take a break from the market, yeah. Telling from experience, take a break from the market. That's the least thing you need. Even if you have another money to fund your account, do not fund immediately. Just take a break from the market first. Because even if you fund that money back immediately, you want to revenge the market and regain all of that profit, which is never going to happen. It may happen, yeah, maybe 1% in 100 or 0.5 in 100, but it doesn't happen often. And anything I cannot do consistently, do even think of doing it in the first place in trading. All right. So 
know, once it happens, they are just taking away from the market. Then after some time, you cannot go back to study and all of that. Okay. If you see, I pinned a tweet here, a trade I created last month, 22nd of April. You can check it out here. If you trade the market and you feel like the market is going against you, four things you should do. You can check that out here. That's by the way. Thank you so much, NK. Thank you so much. Honestly, I've learned a whole lot here. Um, I just want to ask one question. I want to be clear about something. You said you started trading with about 10,000 years, right? How were you able to scale up from that small amount? Okay, um, I started with 10,000 naira, yes, you're right. But this is the thing, I didn't scale up 10,000 naira. I sold my PC at some point, sold my value at some point, sold my laptop, sold a shoe I had. And I was also looking for other things to get money. And I was also doing affiliating. I used to affiliate for arbitrators. At least in a day, I made 5,000 lists. And there was this day, I made about 100k. That was huge money for me then. When I now started learning TA, I started monetizing my skill. At some point, I started offering signal. And also, I had a major source of income, which was my father. And my father used to give me 12,000 naira every month. <laughs> so that's the history of my life. And I, I think it'd be very big shout out to P-Money. P-Money was heaven sent to me. Still is. He didn't used to pay me monthly, but when P-Money sends me money, that money can cover for six months of my expenses you get. So I had that father figure in my life, which is people who have done a lot for me and are still doing a lot for me. So yeah, basically that's it. So I basically did a lot, you know, saved up. And I also did rock standard as a point. Not the second rock standard, that first one. Yeah, I did some points you see and before I learned the effect of ponzies, and then I monetized my skill. I was doing side jobs. Before you people even started knowing of crypto jobs, me, I don't do crypto jobs. Stay safe. I don't do content creation, new marketing. Stay safe, you know. Monetize my status. I basically monetize everything. I always found ways to monetize myself. I always found ways to, you know, just put myself out there. I am a hustler. I have offline business. I have online business. You know. So point I worked an office job and all those stuff. That's basically it. All right, thank you very much, NK. So um, this is the part where we take you know questions from people in the audience, from listeners. So if you want to ask our guest speaker here, Investor NK, a question, yeah, just signify. And then after we have those people, I'll be sharing the story. Yeah, you know, NK hinted on how me and I had some issues. So I'll be going deep into that, so you guys can learn it in or two. Yeah, trust me, I learned some things from what happened, so you guys might also learn. So let's have blinks here. Yeah. Go ahead. Good evening, everyone. I'm actually Blinks, a crypto trader, technical analyst. I'm a student of P-Money Academy, and I can say I'm proud of that. So I want to ask Investor NK, my senior colleague, though we didn't meet in any way. I have a setup now. I have an estimated target. At a particular point in time, market goes, like goes, retraces, goes. I'll be seeing a huge amount of profits. I'm not always on the market, but I just come back to check. I'll be seeing a huge amount of profits, but yet it have not gotten to my take profits. At that point, I now start feeling like once I take up this money, it might either hit my take profits. And if I don't take out the money, market can stay reverse. Okay, sometimes I decide to lock up profits that's shifting my asset, bringing it up. After doing it, market will just come down, maybe just hit that particular point and take me off the market. I want to get more knowledge on how to do that. Because most times I face my psychology. At the end of the day, sometimes if I get liquidated, I will not start regretting why I didn't take the profit when I saw it. Alright, I think I understand your question. Thank you. Let's hear from you. Blinks, uh, I want to believe your question is how to. Handle losing profits, like when you make money, you give back to the market. 
yeah that's what i'm asking all right so giving money back to the market is crazy and very possible and it cannot be abandoned with all the respect here to everyone who is not christian i'm going to be making a scriptural reference scripture says if you have a vision write it down so that whosoever sees it will run do you know how i understand that scripture pertaining to trading for every money you make have a plan towards it so that you will not misuse it. For every trade you're entering, have a plan towards that trade. Write it down. I don't enter trades blindly. I don't just up and enter trades. Like I said, I plan my trades, I evaluate them before I execute. If you're making money, for instance, I enter a trade, my expectation is to make $200 from that trade. Once I've seen $100, I'll close it. I'll take profits, partial profits. Because understand, this money is not my own. I think I'll advise you, when you've made money from trading, you should be considering investment. Invest in crypto. Invest in real estate. One of the things that saved me is that I have real estate locked up somewhere. Invest in agriculture. Invest in humans because humans are the ones that pay the highest ROI, right? So invest in all those things. So take out money and also invest in yourself. So to not give back the money you're making to the market is by one, paying yourself. And after paying yourself, that is taking profit. Use the profit to do something. Trade with your capital and invest your profit. So you should invest. Not just make money and you know just look at the money like i don't see why you make hundred dollar and when you're entering a trade you're entering a trade with the whole hundred dollar again hello sir i don't know if you understand what i'm saying that's how you can prevent yourself from always giving back what you have gotten from the markets to the market that's what i have to say. all right thank you very much nk interestingly this was almost the same response that trader donald gave when it was here two weeks ago you know trader donald talked about how anytime he makes money from because he trades synthetic indices fully now anytime he makes money from synthetic indices he just withdraws in talks in the withdraw now withdrawing the withdrawing we just withdraw use and buy something maybe use and see for an eye even if not liability or asset but at least you know that okay existing has gotten it as far as something he needs donald now basically motivates me he said that when he made some money i think one of his wallets dipped from like i think 12k dollars to like that three those or so and that was dodgy time dodge dipped you know and then eventually when he was able to make the money back same when he just withdraw the money that was when he bought his car that ford that is driving nice he just withdraw money go buy ford say i beg me no see this money he don't to do something in case right but you know sometimes that can affect us when you attach the more the profits your unrealized profit to something tangible or something physical for example because you may now want to you know force the trade to come out or you know you just want to you just want to force the trade just to make sure you hit your target so that can also come out your psychology a bit if you're not emotionally balanced but yes a proven method to make this work is even before the trade hits your tp i do this a lot because i trade the forex market full time before the trade hits your tp close something because don't be your papa game market the market can reverse on you anytime anytime so before the trade hits your tp once you start getting this feeling of close close my dear close some percentage you may not close everything but just close like 60 70 percentage of your profits and then allow the rest run to tp if it's going to be tp you know you've probably secured your sl at a recent market structure i don't want to go into the canals right now but if you're sure that you get the point close a reasonable percentage of your profits allow the rest run to tp so you know even if the open position is coming back your entry or break even then okay yeah, i've secured something so you're not going to be too bothered yeah it happened to me yesterday so i don't go into dollar amount and all that but i made a certain amount of money in the market you know before i wanted to sleep i had three positions running i closed one and funny enough when i woke up two had already reversed and i already put my stop loss safe at some level so before i woke up those two already hit my stop loss although in profit too so you see if i'm not secure at this one position now full position i'll have felt bad or more 
Because I literally thought this thing was going to just sell all the way down to my team, but it didn't. So, no be your papa game at festivals. Whenever you see some money, reasonable money, close a good amount of it. Allow the restaurant to take profit and then. No, allow these motivational traders there. You say either SL or TV, either SL or TV. Fine, yes, still, you know, take out something. Honestly, take out something. All right. Hope that answers your question. Blinks. So, really nice having you here to interact with you. Let's have the next person. Thank you for allowing me to speak in the space. My name is Frank. All right, go ahead, Frank. Basically, I'm not an analyst. Sometimes I do bench training so all those kind of things but i don't know how to handle it so that that's the thing I'm, i don't understand my question actually is i don't know if there's any help like maybe psychologically well you're basically asking how you can handle your psychology when you are losing right yes all right nk can we hear from you all right um because of time i'm going to just quickly talk about that the reason why your trades keep eating is loss before going in your direction is single number one you're not setting your stop loss where you're supposed to set your stop loss. You're, you're supposed to set your stop loss at structure, which is at invalidation zones, where you know that if that place you touch, the trade is invalidated, that structure is broken, that trend is now a change trend. So if you continue setting your stop loss at there, you can afford to lose or any way you like. Trade will constantly hit your stop loss at your direction. So Mr. Frank, set your stop loss at invalidation zones. And that will help you so much with refining your entry to the point where you can have the best of entries, the best of stop losses, and you can have the best of R and breaks to minimum ratios. So that's what I can answer on that question. Alright, so you go ahead. Alright, good evening. I just wanted to ask a question. Alright, so I'm not a trader. However, I believe that we learn lessons everywhere so that we can actually apply it to our life activities and it can definitely help us. So I believe liquidation means loss. When someone liquidates, that person has lost money. Alright, so I want to know, in as much as the speaker said that when you take a loss or when you get liquidated, you should take a break, right? Does the break have a time frame? All right. She gave an instance of taking a two weeks break. For some, they might probably need to go for months. Those that have to go for months, this is probably their way of making money or surviving. How do you balance the act of actually taking a break and then actually making sure you don't leave what gives you money or what is your main source of income? So we can actually relate it to another business that is not just trading, all right? So I have a business, I made a loss. How long should my break take so that I go back to my business and I can start making money? Okay, yeah, I got your question. Thank you very much. Because I took a two weeks break, does not mean you have to take a two weeks break. From June, June 10th to September, I'll be on like a three-month retreat. So it doesn't mean you have to take two weeks. You can take months. You can take a whole year. Take as much time as you need to heal. Take as much time as you need to recalibrate, to rejuvenate. You don't need two weeks because I took two weeks. You can take as much as you want. And some people can do without even taking a break. But what works for you is taking a break first. You can take a break for a day. You can take a break for two days. You can take a break for a whole year. You can take a break for a day. You can even quit self. It's up to you. You get So it's, it's not time bound. It's up to the person. That's that. All right. Thank you very much, NK. Thank you very much. So the last question we'll be having tonight, Cypher, is go ahead and you know make your points very quickly. Okay. My question is mostly about when I'm on an open trade or when someone is an open trade. I feel that need to just either break even or take out profit. 
Okay, you want to know when you should take profit, when trade break, you know, and all of that. Like I said, when you have a trade running profit, yeah, and you start getting the feeling to take profit, once you do that, close a reasonable percentage of your profit and allow the rest run to TP after you've moved your stop loss to break even. So then that even if the trade goes against you at this point, you've taken some money off, and if it eventually goes against you, you are safe, you're not losing anything. So yeah, like I said, I'll be rounding up tonight's episode with a story. What happened that led, you know, me and NK to have issues. Alright, so quickly, I'll just say the story in like three minutes. Myself and NK met in 2019, November specifically, through Frankie FX. We learned Forex together and that was an interesting journey, very interesting journey. Then Corona happened, yeah, Corona happened in 2020. So we're all at home from March, April, May down to following year January. So during this period, myself and NK got working. That was when she actually wanted to start a brand, Investor NK. In fact, that logo, that N logo, I was the one that designed the logo because I was really serious graphic design at that time. I'm like, you know, I'm just all focused on trading and all of that. So we got working together. We worked on the whole of stuff, you know, price lists for our courses, you know, materials. You know, the time we get to start training Forex, I was editing some materials and all of that. I was literally doing so many documentations and design, sometimes content writing a few times, you know, and then that was it, that was it all the way down to I think September or so. You know, at that time you already introduced me to Trader Donals, Trader Hack, you know, and all of them, and it was really awesome. So I think you gave me a design to work on. Can't really remember everything that happened, but I think you gave me a design to work on, and then after working on it, it was time to pay, and then like we are not going to pay this amount, pay that amount. I was like, how far chill? I don't do work in the shooting day app. At that time, I was really frustrated because some profits were not coming from the market. Things were not just going well, yeah, and I didn't really have much money. Funny enough, the money we were fighting about was very small, like 5k or so. And then, ah, on my NK station, you go pay me. I said, what's it with this? I don't work finish. The one with the version that I'm going to say, ah, NK, NK, what? Go give me this kind of thing. So I think I cut out like half a pay, so, 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 then I think I threatened out something and said, if no pay, so, so, thing will happen. So I was like, come on, you know, if you threaten you, for this threaten, you can't threaten me, I'm not going to even pay you. I say, ah, you no go pay me. All right. Immediately, I picked up my phone, I called P-Money, like, because P-Money, like she said, it was like a father figure. So I said, my next thing I report this girl to her papa. Called P-Money, I reported that to P-Money, you know. P-Money was like, Alpha, calm down, calm down. I'll sort it out, talk to NK. I think I reached out to Donald, I reached out to Dikachi, just people we actually knew, she had mutual blue that we knew, and then they're like, Alpha, fortune, chill, 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 let's see how it turns out. Eventually, she I didn't chill, I blocked NK. So I blocked that during that period because like the small thing did like in that time. So I blocked NK. Now see where the whole twist came. December 2020, I wanted to get into crypto. So I signed up for P-Money's class. Funny enough, when I now signed up, guess who was one of the tutors? NK. I was like, ah ah. NK where I blocked now. She won't come to teach me crypto. I was like, okay, fine. No. We just kept it cool during that period. You no, know, she just come to class. You know, it was virtual, it was WhatsApp that time, just come to class, teach. Most of the times, I don't even comment or say anything because myself, I still get some small grudges that time. And then that was later on, during the program of learning crypto and all of that, I was opportunity to join Team Billions. So NK was already in Team Billions for that time. And that was when Team Billions was Team Billions. Uh -huh. The time when Aboki, Zeus, Daily, everybody was in Team Billions. Now we get talking, we share alphas that time. That time, alphas was not really, you know, what we call alphas now because now it's NFTs. The share update, that was where the whole forsage stage started from, you know, everything, man. The Team Billions was actually Team Billions that time. And then I joined Team Billions. I saw it in Team Billions, yeah. And this was one significant thing that happened. Guess what? When I was just, you know, 
commenting on Tim Leon's once once in the world. Inky was like, ah, Nojview Alpha, because that was the name of my brand, Nojview Alpha. They can I slide into your DM. I said, yeah, cool. Then I unblocked her. She came to my DM. You know, we got talking, and then we both apologized. I think she apologized first, and then I apologized, and that was it. Who knew? Two years down the line, or a year and a half down the line, NK and myself would be on the same space talking. So yeah, guys, trust me, some relationships are not worth fighting over. Money can be a very big problem. Yeah, can cause problem, no matter how small it is. Yeah, this is all related to this, but I just feel like you guys should know and learn anything or two from this story. Okay, money is very, very small compared to the value you can get from friendship, from relationships. Trust me. Between that time and I know how much value I've gotten from NK. There was even one time I was having problems trading last year i was having issues i think i had a string of losses and something i called nk like okay i texted her nk alpha more i don't know i did chop loss for these futures back to back putting the app on because nk was like oh don't worry 10 p.m let's run a zoom call just me and you and then nk gave me very very fantastic tips that i still have on my jota i'm not even lying i paint up everything she said down on my jota so you see friendship go a long way a very long way between that time and i know a lot we've done a lot together yeah we may not talk often yeah, but anytime we get to talk yeah, there's always a change of value. So guys, that's it basically. Yeah. NK, do you want to add the thing or two to this story so that they might learn some lessons? Okay, so I think apparently the story you said is true, but as a then, right? I think I contacted it for a job, we didn't reply early. So I contacted someone else. So when you now finally replied and delivered, the other person had already delivered. So I was like, oh, I'm sorry, someone else has already done it, but I will pay you half the money instead of paying through because i've already gotten someone else in the job so i think you didn't understand that i didn't come in. i think i didn't communicate properly and then we had it squabble and then before yeah but i don't be like and then i think it's something not good like, is threatening me the whole cut is like me you won't call it <laughs> this is the thing right every friendship we decide like but one of my friends that's why i'm like i'm close with guys but we don't talk often but they touch me at this guy no fight me we, you basically may not fight and you know exchange views and stuff like that. But when it comes to friendship, be very careful. Issues around women and money. Those are the two things that I've seen that has caused good friendship so much. Money and women. Be very careful around those things. And every good friendship almost always starts to fight. Like I fought with almost all my good friends. Fought with you, fought with Vivid, fought with my guys, Kale, I fought with my friends, Debbie and Joe. Like if I don't fight with a friend, I don't trust that person because I won't see how he did when he vexed. I won't see how he did when you know something upsets you so i think that's all so all right. i want to say very big thank you to the imprint and i want to say very big thank you to fortune for having me and i want to say thank you to everyone i can see my sugar mommy yes so man i see cyrus i see smidgy i see mlj freddy azoka i see bernard graffiti colade benedict codec i'm just calling people by random thank you guys so very much for joining and for listening to me speak i hope you got valuable time and i want to believe that you handle liquidation much better and you do things that will keep you far away from liquidation as much as possible thank you very much for this opportunity my name is investor nk the founder of the power academy and i hope to see you guys some other time at the end stay bolted to the immigrants keep learning keep sharing keep supporting job bless everyone thank you very much have a good rest Thank you very much, Kenny. Yeah, yeah, it's been a wonderful time interacting with you. Very wonderful time. I mean, so much information has been spilled, so much knowledge has been shared. And I believe everyone will make good use of it. Yeah, all new listeners are welcome, every single one of you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Imprint with Fortune Edwards. We see every single one of you and would not take it for granted. This podcast holds live every Thursday at 8 p.m. 
here on Twitter Spaces, and you can listen to previous episodes on Spotify Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, Amazon, many other relevant podcasting platforms you can think of here. Once you search for The Imprint with Fortune Edwards, all previous 23 episodes will be staring at you right in the face. This is episode 24, just so you know. Don't forget to follow The Imprint across all social media platforms where we share valuable content on a regular basis. Also engage our posts, like, comment, share, tweet, retweet, repost. We're on Twitter and Instagram as at The Imprint underscore underscore. Just click on it and then that's it on Facebook and TikTok too, as at The Imprint. Also make effort to read our financially educational articles on Medium. Just visit theimprintpodcast.medium.com. I mean, there's a whole lot of content you can consume there. And catch me next month at Master the Market with Fortune Edwards, an eight-week virtual bootcamp focused on technical analysis and financial market trading organized by the Billion Hub. There are three modules that make up this bootcamp with a bonus module to introduce skilled traders to funding. And within eight weeks here, I personally, will take each participant through each of these units. The goal is to show you how to systematically analyze the market, trade valid setups, properly manage running trade and exit trade with the slightest possible feel of emotions there. And the bootcamp will take place from 5th of June to 30th July 2022. I'll be exposing it to a whole lot. Make sure you attend. Just send me a DM if you're interested. Thank you all once again. Thank you every listener. Thank you investor and for interacting with us. Do enjoy the rest of your week. Signing out, Fortune Edwards of the Billion Hub.